Hey guys, welcome to Living Karamde with Tolufash and Friends. We'll be talking about faith, love, and life. Before we start, I'd like us to say a word of prayer. Our Heavenly Father and King, I thank you for another time to discuss in your name. I ask that even as we speak, that you will speak to us. Let our words be sweet to someone's mind and let you bring healing to their body. And we pray that it would encourage them on their journey with you today. And at the end of it, may Jesus be made famous. Amen. So far, we have been on a three-part series talking about can God really be trusted? Is there a point to prayer? And today, I want us to discuss something else, which is are you stuck in suffering? When we talked about can God really be trusted, we discussed how we can trust God even in the midst of our suffering. And we talked about how like even when we are suffering, we can pray because we believe that when we pray, things happen. We believe that God is faithful and we believe that there is power in prayer. And we also believe that with man, this might be impossible, but with God, all things are possible. So today, I just want us to talk about if you are stuck in suffering maybe you are like me and you trusted god so hard for something and the thing did not come to pass and you rested on his promises you believed his word you declared the word of god even as you've been taught how to and as the word of god shows and still it seemed like that thing did not come to pass and now you're finding it hard and you're finding it difficult to expect good things in your life you are finding it difficult to trust and rest upon the promises of god and right now you're just in a phase where you just believe that it's one moment of suffering to another or you are just expecting maybe like your job moment in code and today i brought a very dear friend of mine who will be helping us to address this question are you talking suffering so over to you thank you very much for this opportunity god bless you i'm kingsley Aleitu. i want to admit first of all that no one has a perfect explanation or answer to the questions of life life sometimes can be a mystery and all we will need to do is just adjust to the changes that take place rather than explain them. To be a lack of wisdom to try to invent answers from the limit of our own intelligence or imaginations. We may have an explanation for our success, but not always for our sufferings. But the Word of God is a credible guide to take us through the different seasons of our life. More importantly, we would always need a reassuring word in the time of crisis so we do not lose heart and then give up on the journey of life just as some have already given up on life i want to resonate some profound truth from the position of paul today he wrote something in philippians 3 verse 10 that i may know him and the power of his resurrection and then he goes further to say the fellowship of his suffering to be conformed to his death many people only know about the power of his resurrection but only a few know about the fellowship of his sufferings the very reason we are craving for the power of his resurrection is the same reason we must develop the willingness to go through the death process and by death i do not mean the cessation of life but the process of conforming to the image of christ through series of trials on our faith this could be in a different context like the death of a loved one, the loss of a job, destructive criticism on what you stand to represent and maybe what you do, just as in the case of Jesus or Paul. There's no time in our lives that we will not need the strength of God to keep on in the race of life. Isaiah said, 
he gives power to the weak and to those who have no might he increases strength even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall fall but they that wait upon the lord shall renew their strength so there is no point in our lives where anybody will come up and say oh i don't need strength no we all need strength at every phase and every season of our lives i want to briefly share with us what we need to know when we are stuck and when we do not think uh, we can make it anymore in a time of crisis and so number one focus on what's more important focusing on what's important does not mean denying the reality of the happenings around causes this light affliction is bought for a moment it doesn't deny the reality of the happenings it's such a painful thing to have lost your child or your job or suffering rejection or betrayal from people who should be energy boosters in your work of faith and whatever the case may be i want to encourage you to switch your attention from the happenings around and then focus your attention on what's more important you see this light affliction is bought for a moment he said, why would look not at the things that are seen? For the things that are seen, they are temporal. But for the things which cannot be seen with the physical eyes, the Bible tells us they are eternal. And so he is encouraging us to put our attention more on what is eternal. What is eternal actually? The love of God is eternal. God is love. His mercies are eternal. The wisdom of God is eternal. The omnipotence of God is eternal. The goodness of God is eternal, for it is of the Lord's mercy we are not consumed. You know, certain things we go through and we feel like this is the end of the world, all right? So we must recognize what we know is eternal as far as the word of God is concerned. That reminds me of um, the scripture in Philippians verse 4, verse 8 that says, um, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think on these things. And I think that's a very excellent point that I just mentioned. Like, fine, we are going through a very terrible time or we have gone through a very terrible time and it's very difficult to move forward. But Paul encourages us to move past that and focus on the things that are true the things that are honorable the things that are right the things that are pure the things that are lovely the things that are admirable and i think it's very important like what you just said because obviously the things that are terrible are, are like what are exactly in your face but then like you said we need to shift our focus from those things to the things that are, are more honorable the things that are eternal god's mm. love is forever the things that are worthy of praise, the things that are excellent. And yeah, that's a very good point. Thank you. Yeah. You know, Paul also said that this one thing I do, forgetting those things that are behind, and all I do is press, press. So we must be conscious of what is important and then press as God begins to give us strength on a daily basis. Okay, so number two, keep your trust in God. You see, one of the things that focusing on what's important does for us, it, it will help you keep your trust in God. And let me say this, trusting in God is not a one-time event, but it's a lifetime endeavor. You must continue to trust God, no matter what the challenge may be. I could imagine Ruth in the Bible, 
I do not believe she signed up for that kind of a life that she was living. But I believe if she didn't keep trusting God, she would like uh, upper turn back and go back to wherever they came from. But she kept on pressing along. She kept on going along with Naomi because she kept her trust in God. Could it be that you are in a situation right now where you feel like turning back, you don't want to press anymore? But I think we should uh, consider the attitude of roots in the context of that that situation she kept on moving forward she kept on trusting god the scripture admonishes us trust in the lord with all your heart lean not on your own understanding but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path so you must keep trusting god every moment every hour every day every week every every moment of your life you must keep on trusting god thirdly it's important we develop a perspective from the word of god paul went through a lot of things but then he was able to bring a perspective to what he suffered he said since we have this ministry as we have received mercy we do not faint a lot of people are fainting today the, the things they are going through the magnitude of challenges is making men to faint their hearts are failing them the Paul says we do not faint because we have received mercy and look at his perspective towards everything that he was going through he said for we have this treasure in earthen verses that the excellency of God may not be of us but of God we can see that kind of perspective that Paul had. So this is so important because when we develop a perspective from the word of God as to what we are suffering, it helps us create an outlet for pain or redirect pain to serve for a better purpose. I remember reading a story about a woman who lost her only child in a road accident. It was a moment of grief for her but then he looked, she looked beyond the grief and then thought within herself, what if there was a law that condemned drunk driving? This would not have happened to my son. Since that time, she became an international human rights activist who advocated against drunk driving. Well, not every one of us would respond to pain in such a manner. But what's of utmost significance in that story is that um, if we are willing to develop a positive perspective from whatever we go through we become more energized to live for the right cause as we approach the end of our journey in life i think um, i really like that point you just made about developing a perspective from the word of god and i think okay. one of like my most excellent examples that have learned from is joseph and how like after everything his brothers did to him and they were like really afraid now like that after their dad died and they were afraid that joseph was going to um do something terrible for them and then in that particular passage um joseph says that you meant this for evil but god meant it for good and i think like that's a very important point you just made that is something that we we fail to do in the midst of suffering we ask questions like god why me why is this happening to me but i want to encourage us that we should begin to ask the questions like god what do you want in this what is your purpose in this help me see this from your own perspective 
help me see this from what your word says about me and i think that's a very valid point thank you in addition to what you said uh, when we look at the life of job as well you know job suffered a lot went through a lot but you see he had a very positive perspective to the suffering he said at the time that though he tries me he said i'm going to comfort as gold he knows the way that i take i'm definitely going to comfort as gold yet he slay me i will still praise him you know how many of us can really say we can still praise god uh, it's a very difficult decision to to make in a time of crisis but if only we can keep a good perspective on what it is that we're going through we'll be able to see a light at the end of the tunnel so i, I want to talk uh, lastly on the fourth point abiding in god I, I believe this is one of the most profound truths we can ever know in a time of crisis. Jesus tells his disciples, I am the vine and ye are the branches. Without me, you can do nothing. You see, you can't be the source of your own strength. That's one thing I've discovered in life. For that strength and vitality that you need, you must constantly abide in God. God is the source of true strength and vitality. You must stay in the word. You must stay in the place of prayer. The Bible tells us the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. You know, there's such an energizing power that comes to you when you stay in the place of communion with God. It's very important. Two positions, I believe, in, in the place of worship that we must not compromise in our life is staying on our knees in prayer and standing firm in his word. There are two important positions every one of us must not compromise because that's where we derive strength and grace to run this race. God is ever faithful, he's ever true. If you are thinking if he, he, he can be trusted, yes, he's a reliable source of strength and vitality. He is faithful. You may have been praying and it seems like nothing is changing. Keep praying. Prayer may not always take the pain away from you, but it will sure take you through it until you come out in the place of victory. God does not slack on his promises. After that, you have suffered a while. He will establish you and perfect all that concerns you. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you so much um, for like these encouraging things that you have told us. Um, I think it has been like super encouraging for me because I won't blind if I say I haven't been in that place where I woke up every in the morning and it was just difficult for me to pray because it felt like there was no point to it. And it took me a while to realize that I was just in a place where I did not I was finding it hard to believe God's promises until someone spoke to me one day and I realized that I had changed. I was not the girl that I was before. So I'm very grateful for the things you've shared. And even on this journey, I thank you so much for like sharing these things with us. And um, so just to recap, you said we should focus on what's important. We should keep on trusting God because this is a lifetime endeavor. It's not a one-time thing. And we should develop a perspective from the word of God and also we should abide in god we should invest in prayer and that's been very powerful um as we close i just want you to give us a scripture and a word that you want us to end with thank you okay so let me start with the word i think will recap everything the quote of the day when god is not making sense to you he's busy making a way for you 
And someday, with the benefit of hindsight, you will surely recognize that he has always been behind the scenes working on his purpose and plan for your life. In the scripture uh, we want to leave with you is Psalms 25 verse 2. They that trust in the Lord shall not be put to shame. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you so much for coming and taking out time to just discuss with us. Um, thank you everyone that has been listening. Thank you for always subscribing, for liking our posts on Instagram. I really hope that today's talk has been a blessing to you. I don't know what you are going through, but I want you to know that God is with you. He is for you and he's fighting for you and he loves you so much. We'll be listening to Kingsley and Tolu on Living Karamdeo with Tolu Fash and Friends. Music in this podcast is Jazz Brunch, written and performed by Kevin McLeod. Thank you. Bye.